The small space you have given us for now, where foundation must be established, concrete must be laid, and people be established to be strong. And we're thanking you in advance for what is coming, what you're going to be doing through care as a ministry. And Father, we thank you that you give us the grace that even in these numbers we create a passion yes, uh, in ourselves, an appetite for the things of heaven. Yes, Lord. And as we gather today, we bless you. Thank you Pray Jesus. thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes, Lord. The church said, Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Little column of uh, I welcome my Indo Takazi army. Amen. Amen. Thank you, what we call organized church. Um, what we call members. So, Kunebanda, Utlanga, Malunga, my Sangene, and the Ibadla. Amen. So, Alan Avalon of Balegi, which Ibadla, a Malunga, Manin, my Sangene, to a Ibad, Bandla, Lenziwe, a Malunga, members, a Manin. Amen. So, we must never as a in what God has called us to do, even as individual Christians. Melesinga never confuse the purpose of the church and the Sunday service. There's there's God's divine purpose for Ibadla. It's divine purpose. We call it here Kingdom Mandate. Now, there is something called a Sunday service. Now, let, let me repeat that because it's going to be important for you to understand certain things. Yeah. We must never confuse the purpose of the church on earth with a church service on Sunday. God's purpose for the church goes beyond the Sunday service. In other words, it is bigger, much bigger and much heavier than the activities as when Zayo Napagati Enkonswe. So again, Oktuelegile, Ibanda, Lithangana, Namaso, Oktuelegile. As in Seven Zukola, you can have services, two services during the week and then the Sunday. You can have three services during the week and then the Sunday. As, as the need uh, comes for that to happen. Kodage, um Seven Zuebanda, Emsabeni, Agusiwona, Owange Soto. Msebenzi, God's purpose for the church on earth. Aogwazi utungapeleliswa ngesoto. Liyezu ibanzalikatiku. In other words, when we are here, there are activities that we do. But God's divine purpose for the church on earth is post the church service. Yeah. There are things we might do during, and then there are things that the greater part of the mandate, 
that God has given his body, umzimba Christu, goes beyond what happens on Sunday. Amen. So, okay. Normally, is dominated by certain people. Just certain people who, who dominate uh, the, the church service according to their giftings, according to what God has given them, which is fine. Amen. Uh, but God's purpose for the church involves the whole body. You cannot say God's purpose for the earth will be fulfilled on a Sunday. Because Sunday, the format of is such that the team that is scheduled to work on that Sunday, they are the only ones who will function that particular Sunday. But you cannot win the world by just doing things because so every member must be involved every member must find their place of function in the body of Christ so all the members must be activated and be mobilized almost serves as a, if you will, a, a service station, a service center, if you will. In other words, the emotionally wounded, they would come. The psychologically wounded, they would come. And then they get healed. It's a service center. It's a service center. We, we, we prepare people on Sunday to get ready. So they can go out, 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 out. They can go out and fulfill God's purpose. Now understand that. Understand the value and the relevance of a Sunday. Because if you are not careful, you're going to think that everything that has to do with God's uh, kingdom and Christianity revolves around a church service on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. His purpose for the world is much bigger. So I wanted to tread with me as we go along because this is going to be important. If you are a church that is going to be used by God, there are things you must understand about how the kingdom of God works. Amen. So we also know that Sunday is corporate worship. There's power in corporate. Corporate means when we all of us get together. Now, there's reason for that because the Bible talks about in unity, in agreement, uh, one will chase a thousand and two shall chase ten thousand, the Bible says. Yeah. So there is always power when people come together, like-minded people, the same purpose, same vision, they are pressing in toward God. Something happens in the atmosphere when that begins to happen. So, okay, because I want your mindset, uh, mindset to shift from what you have always understood uh, about what church is about and your role in fulfilling because the tendency is to leave it to what we call the fivefold ministry, the clergy, 
the important people, the elite of the church. That's not how you win the world. That's not how the world and the nations shall be harvested. Everybody in the body must come to a place where they realize and they know who they are and they find their place in the body and they begin to operate and function, walk at a speed and run at a speed God had preordained for them as individual people. Of course, you always have some uh, leadership that governs. You come under the covering. But the purpose of God is that you, when you stand before the Lamb one day, it's going to be on the basis of not what happened on Sunday, but what happened with regard to the bigger picture, God wanting to have his nations, and you are part of it. I am part of it. We are here. We get prepared. We can give in the marching orders so that real church and real ministry shall begin to happen now on Monday up to Saturday. That's why we are effective because the majority of the world is out there. It's in the malls. It's in the schools. It's in the workplace. It's everywhere. It's highway, byway, everywhere. Here we only have a body of saints. Now, little Bible, Iban Saudi wears well. Oh, Saudi, my best friend, my Babylon about it doesn't achieve anything. His intention is for us to be sent out so that we can make impact and influence the world out there. This is why God is going to be dealing with most of you in terms of even your personality. Because some of us, we need a transformation when we begin to obey the divine order from heaven to get into your place in the kingdom and begin to operate. Your personality doesn't count anymore because I can't worship personality. I can't worship my, they call it in English, idiosyncrasies, my, my uniqueness. No, if he says go, you go, then you open your mouth and speak because I'm doing it in obedience. When we begin to walk in obedience to the voice of the spirit, it has a tendency of even transforming the way you are because I'm not going to bow to my fear of people. I'm going to bow to the order and the command and the commission that instructs me to go, otherwise they die. If I sleep, if I slumber, uh, waste time, dilly-dally, someone's destiny is at stake and God cannot be waiting upon your emotions for those things to happen. You may need to go on a fast, you may need to spend time in prayer. And Father, give me the grace, open my mouth and to speak so that their destiny can be transformed because yeah. I am a participant in what you want to do on earth. Amen. 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 So that is important for us to remember. So God is restoring, how to restore? Restore. Restoring every member to a place of functionality. No one in the body is, is not important. For the mission to be accomplished, everybody, out here, everybody, everybody must find their place. Amen. Amen. Now, having said that, it's important also to understand that your place, you will find your place. I cannot stand here and tell you what God has called you to do. Sometimes it happens prophetically, God can drop something. And then uh, you begin to understand that. But most of these things, if you establish a place of prayer and a secret place for yourself, God will begin to make it clear to you mm-hmm. what, you where you are supposed to function yes. in the kingdom. Not, not in church. This is one thing. Amen. Amen. Uh, but we're going to explain these things going forward. So 
There are things that you can only hear. And heaven can only release to you when you begin to move away from the noise, from the busyness of, of, of life. This is why the Bible emphasizes that every believer Let's just cut yourself out. Tell the kids, I'm praying. I'm in the room. I'm not outside. I'm in the room, but I'm praying. Please don't knock. Please don't do anything. And the, the boys know that. Uh, go there and pray because there are things also taller if you create go out of your way so that you can have a, a, a time of prayer and hearing from heaven Amen. otherwise if you don't do that always remember the kingdom of darkness they have a message they have a job for you oh they are looking for bodies because they can only do stuff on earth through a human being if the enemy is going to catch you, he's going to catch you through a person. If he's going to kill you, he's going to kill you through a person. If God is going to bless you, he's going to bless you through a person. If God is going to bless the city of Durban, he's going to be in people. He, he, he pours himself into people and then he blesses the city. If the enemy is going to destroy the city and cause it to be in ruins, it's people with a, a destructive spirit. So both kingdoms, or both kingdoms, they are looking for vessels, they are looking for temples, they are looking for people to pour themselves into and begin to do whatever that those two kingdoms are about. So it is important, therefore, that you don't wait for Oprah to tell you what you're supposed to do on TV. You don't wait for anybody here from heaven because your preordained destiny is already set. Only the Holy Spirit knows who you are and what you are about. I don't even know most of the stuff myself about me. He knows more about me than I do myself. Because he's from the beginning. The Bible says before we were placed in our mother's womb, he knew, he knew, he was aware of who we are and our job we're supposed to do. So if I am confused, no, go there. May have to go on a fast. Must get used to fasting. It's powerful. Especially in the generation in which we live. Must get used to, to separate yourself. It's discipline. Most of the things we are not experiencing, not because they're not there, it's because we lack discipline. There are things, there are tears you haven't shed. There are levels of prayer you haven't reached, we haven't reached yet. If you are to sacrifice, I would sacrifice certain things, there are doors that will open. According to your level of desperation, heaven responds. So if there are things which are not moving, voice you're not hearing, let's go to another level of desperation. Just keep on knocking. Just keep on knocking. Before you know it, out of the rock, waters shall flow. Because God listens and God hears. Amen. Amen. So we need to find a place of prayer. And in that place of solitude and, 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 and listening, the Holy Spirit begins to deposit in us things which they've always known, but they're waiting for us to be in the kingdom for us to discover them. Don't get surprised. Let your call it come in alignment with what God has already established for you. Yeah. 
I always point you towards that because it hinges upon when we say thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is, as it is, as it appears, as it's written, as it is known there, let it appear here, let it manifest here. Everything concerning my life. Amen. Amen. So we move on to that now. Now I realize that vive. Yeah. Because we, we said last week, Ibanda has been following a format of former Oscars mm-hmm. and all these, um, all, these, all these awards in the world where people, uh, they just see everything stands or falls based on the performance on someone on stage. If the MC for the Oscars, if he just floods it and just messes up, every, the whole show collapses mm-hmm. because everything is based, it's dependent on the performance of one person. Now, the church is not supposed to be like that. We're not supposed to sit just watching for some performance. We say the service was powerful because something happened there. They performed something. The church is members. Before we come to church, we are praying. Say, Father, we thank you for a great service. Even as I hold their hand as an usher, even as I hug them, I thank you for the fire of the Holy Ghost. There's a pre-service. Uh, service ministry before we get here there's a during service ministry there's a post service ministry I'm going to learn all those things because you must know your place in the body and function accordingly and move in the power of the Holy Spirit say amen Amen. so again being a watchman how to watch men is therefore much bigger than a church service. Mm-hmm. When, 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 when the church service has dealt with me, the word has been preached, uh, something has been said, and the Spirit of God convicts me, I then go out to function in my area of ministry out in the world. Because the Father expects of us yeah. It's a Christian. There's something about that word Christian. In, back in the day, there were little Christs. They're called small Christs because they're so Christ-like. So that, that is God's expectation when he looks upon the earth. Now sometimes heaven gets worried when everybody's just in churches. We leave the church service, we go home, and then that's it. We wait again, we fold our arms, wait for the next Sunday, and what? Monday to Saturday, no one cares, no one bothers about anything. We wait again for another, uh, for the Sunday to come, we come again. We, we were not even fully committed. Most people who go to churches, about 60%, even the three hours in yeah. the week that they yeah. seem to be dedicating, even the three hours, it's not even complete itself. Because you are sitting there, you are thinking about stuff. You are, you are analyzing whatever. You are not even in the service itself. And then we think that the world shall be transformed on the basis of the experiences on Sunday. This is why, as much as there are so many churches in the city of Durban, in the nation of South Africa, everywhere, but the townships are still in the state. They are in because Sunday service mentality and mindset. Amen. So again, multi-gospel. 
What did you do for me on earth? Now, you can't, you can't, you can't then show your, your church attendance. I was faithful in atten- attending. That was for you to be equipped. Once you were equipped, that's fine. You came to church faithfully. In actual fact, you've got more to answer for because when you were equipped and empowered, you were empowered to go out and be more effective than those who don't come. So I cannot then brandish my, this, see, Lord, I attended so many conferences and I was a faithful uh, attendee. No Sunday service. I missed, I was there all the time. That's fine. But in terms of your area of function, what did you do? Now, it does not mean that all the different ministries we are part of every Sunday are not important. For the service on Sunday, for us to be able to equip everybody and uh, the service to have order and a level of excellence which the Father expects, we need uh, different ministries. In actual fact, you will be judged even for your faithfulness in those ministries on Sunday. So the Sunday service must have a level of excellence so that when people come from the world, now there is a level of the excellence in the world, by the way. Yes, there is. They, they, they know their stuff. So when they come to church, we must make sure that we are not beaten in terms of all the issues of protocol and, and hospitality. And because we have the presence of God, our God is a God of excellence. So ministries will, will, will always be there and we must be faithful in those. Yeah. Yet understanding fully well, that there is a bigger picture that goes beyond my responsibility here on Sunday. Say amen. amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Now that's very important. Because some of you will then begin to say, but what if God has called me to be an usher? No, no, no. You see, you must understand that in the heart of God are nations. Yeah. God prioritizes souls, nations, more than the flow and an orderly service. So God cannot give you that as your the ministry. Because in his heart, his priority is not that the sound is smooth. He wouldn't care if there was no keyboard. But if you if the fire of God is upon you. And you are able to go out and win souls. That for him takes priority. So as much as uh, I do church, I'm a, I clean the church and now we do a in worship ministry. I cannot then stand in that. I must know there is something greater. There is something bigger than me holding a microphone and singing songs. Because I sing songs to Christians often. His passion or passion. Is for the world out there. I'm, 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 I'm coming to watchmen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So there's, there's greater work than Bazone beyond beyond church. That's the point yeah. I, I need to, to emphasize and, uh, and make you understand even as you live today, you begin to create an appetite in your own spirit. Father, what is my, what do you want me to do before I die? Before What will I take with me into 
the heavens that will last eternally how can i be part of the story on earth how can i contribute how can i work with your core labor and partner with heaven in that which you are doing i want you to think again beyond sunday out beyond sunday beyond church service because they're being effective and being the salt of the earth salt of the earth light of the world for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son amen his heart as much as he enjoys this because all those people if they can be kingdom minded people oh I tell you so any area that is going to be resuscitated and receive life it is because God has breathed upon those people and sent them they have been equipped in churches yes and then they've been released to impact out impact so i want to tell you what the holy spirit is fixing because he's busy fixing something one way there's something that the holy spirit is fixing now from the old testament that's been clear in the bible Uh, from the old testament right up to the day of pentecost even to this very day everything has been about us everything yeah. has been about us you know when, we, when you look up you're looking up to see what is going to throw at me throw fire throw something but it has always it has always been about us i'm saying that to you because that there's something the holy spirit is doing yeah. Not everybody here will hear what I'm saying. Sometimes I just get lost. You know. But if you are holy breed, the Spirit of God will... And if you have care in your DNA, when we speak these things, the Mwangwele will enable you to hear. Because it's you that you are going to be used to impact a lot of things. Yes, now, Lord. Old Testament, right up to the day of Pentecost, early church up to now, it's been about our promises. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. Our promises. The preoccupation is my promise. The Lord Jesus died on the cross. Uh, he purchased glorious things. Somebody called them pearls of great price. Yeah. That I may begin to walk upon the earth as a priest and a king and resemble my father who is in heaven so that those who are not even born again, they may look at my life which is fine and perfect now that is perfect because the Lord Jesus paid for it and everything has been about us in the sense that it's been about our full restoration this is as we sell with many tea but it's about us it's about us full restoration our breakthroughs amen possessing the land now all those things are valid because if we don't understand those things we'll have a question mark when the world looks at us so those things were 
fine. God allowed us to have that preoccupation so that we could be restored to a place of functionality. Our condition could be fixed and our position could be also sorted out. But the Lord is fixing something because now we are on that final lap. Now there must be a balance in what happens on earth. Amen. Say hallelujah. So don't misunderstand and be confused. Which is the Father's will that we enjoy all these things and we step into them. Enjoy the blessing. Enjoy the breakthrough. See the Lord bring down walls as you pray by faith in Jesus' name and present testimonies even to the world, tangible things of what God can do. That's the relevance of pursuing such because you've got tangible proof of what God can do. This is why God's people must have the faith to pursue, know you the promise uh, relating to healing, relating to every area of your life that's broken. There's a promise for that area. That's how God fashioned everything. Younger into is with eternity, so they cover a whole lot of things in our lives. In Jesus' name. However, out however, these are not meant to cause us to be inward focused. It was never God's will. It was never God's will for us to indulge in self-love as we believe him for our promises and as we pursue full restoration and as we seek for breakthroughs the purpose of heaven this yoga baba was never for us to be so preoccupied with ourselves and to be spiritually self-centered because he has always known that that happens for a reason there is a world out there we can only step into it and confront it. Umatina says he sorted out when all these things we pray for have been put in place and most of them we carry on praying for them and we don't see a manifestation instantly. But there are things God restores as you go along. Say amen. amen. But we were never meant to be self-centered spiritually. It was never God's will. Now, what has happened, unfortunately, which God is fixing in the entire church. Now, those who have an ear can hear. But those who are just into the noise, just, yeah. just go to church. Just don't, don't even hear the voice. You know, sometimes you go to church. This is why I always tell people about the sound. Always ensure that you need to hear them. So I can say amen. Because it's about letting your call. It's... Ilayla with voice. Yeah. You must hear the voice. It's either the voice of somebody preaching or the voice of the spirit whispering to you. Yeah. But it's about the voice. Yeah. So you can't go to a church and just come and pick up. There are little kids here and you can't even hear yourself talking to the person next to you. Thinking. You can't even hear yourself thinking. It's blasting decibels everywhere. Now you cannot allow that. Now God is restoring them now. Has 
created this thing of us thinking that all is about just gathering, coming together, just to have fun and to claim our things and to get our lives fixed, like I've explained, which is all perfect. The Holy Spirit is now bringing a balance, out balance. balance. Amen. He's bringing a balance. Now, come here on Sunday. In actual fact, we've become like a, like a social club. And we've cut ourselves off. The world does not exist anymore. You know, we just come on a Sunday, we just gather here. Now, many of our close people have died around us while we were preoccupied with church on Sunday. Many people. Many people. Many people. If you understood your role beyond church, you would have at least said something. But the mindset has been even if your friend is going through it, you can't even pray with the person. Yeah. All you told them, you, you kept on telling them to go to to go to to go to church. Forgetting that you are a member, you are walking church yourself. They died, many of our friends, our relatives, because they never went to church. Yeah. We felt that they couldn't be assisted. Why? Because I did not realize that I am anointed. I have a function beyond Sunday. Beyond Sunday. I, have, I am of more influence and have more impact outside the Sunday service. So people died. Kept on telling them, no, go to, go to Sunday. Go to Sunday. A true believer, people in the area, they point someone to whom do. No, 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 Sunday is coming too late. There is church over there. He is walking church. How many in your circle, your social circle, even know they've had you pray even once? Because we have restricted, how do you restricted? Restricted. Everything to Sunday. We feel, we feel useless even and defeated outside church. It's that as soon as I step out of the church building, I can't function anymore. I can only rubber baba when there is a band, when there is someone singing. I can't even create that atmosphere on my own because in my head, that only takes place on Sunday. Now God is restoring, how to restore. So when people died, we didn't cry because you know what's supposed to make you cry? Deep tears when someone dies. 
is because they are going to spend eternity in hell. The first thing because I know right now they are somewhere. Right now. We cry because we feel good, you know, they're not there for us anymore to entertain us. It's not because we understand the, 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 the weight and the gravity of someone who spends eternity in hell without Christ. Because we are not tuned that way. We are not wired that way. It's the last thing, even if it does come, about hell. I wonder if we were people who thought that way. I'm telling you, there will be much river. This is why I told the guys on Friday, we are building a call. Building a call. Told my wife, we're going to shrink it down to 10 people. That doesn't matter. We're going to create a call of 30 or 40 people. It's leadership. From there, we're going to build. I want to teach all these things and pour out. I said, foundation will take time. That's fine. Let's just, let's just be patient. Let's create the core yeah. of people who understand these things, who know that they are more relevant out there than they are in here. So I, I want us to see, see Sunday only anointing. Sunday only anointing. Sunday only anointing and boldness. It's very easy to do that over here. Yeah. I mean, we lift up our hands here. Your weight in the spirit is seen. If you are a believer, what happens in that group you find yourself in? Of what influence are you? Do you laugh at the same jokes? Do you share every status that people share? Or you begin to read, no, 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 this is not my line. You, you have impact. You have, you have influence. So it can't just be about Sunday. It can't. It can't be about Sunday. It can't be about Sunday. The Lord Jesus, by the grace and by the power of the Holy Spirit, is fixing, fixing it. Because must come to a place of maturity. Yes. Come to a place of full functionality. Yes. So we can possess the nations for Christ and walk in the power and the authority that the Lord God has given us. Amen. Amen. So let us, I want us to step out of being a religious class. Society, just religious, religious class. We are known more than anything. Do you know that even among Muslim, they they beat us. There was something happening in Alexandra. This, the whole shit, the whole area was was burnt down. You know, people called first uh, responders. Is that the word? First responders. First responders in any area of crisis. Zanel should be God's people. Yeah. But in, you know, but no, you don't. You know why? Because, they don't come no, 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 MC, no, no, that's, that's what kingdom is, is, is to us. We, are, we don't understand kingdom impact. 
and being the salt. So when there is something like that, gift of the givers, they are a Muslim body, charity body. They take care of almost even for Bazalwan. A church next door with a handsome number of people, their budget is good enough for them to be able to do something. Just buy blankets, for goodness, not much. Just to step out and show that we are here. Make a statement. Buy blankets for everybody and then go according to what you can do. But we don't, how many churches do you see coming out when there's a crisis? Don't even go to God, even around him. Sunday only anointing. Yeah. We have become people of soda. Yeah. We have no understanding of what is in the heart of the Father. We don't feel what he feels. Because for many centuries, it has always been about us. Very, very few people bother. Very, very few. What is in the heart of the Father? Concerning the city of Devon. Now that is what God is restoring. That's the maturity. That the Lord God is bringing the church into. Who feel his pain. Who feel what he feels when he looks at someone who is dying. When he looks at someone who is on drugs. We, we feel. So if I don't feel anything. I must go to him and say, Father, I have a problem. Because when I look at them, I don't care. Yeah. I don't have a burden. That's why, that's, why, that's why I'm praying. I've got four prayer items these days, which are personal. Burden, burden for souls. When I look at someone who's not born again, let it wreck me. Because naturally, I don't care. There are people, to be honest, Lord, I'll kick them to hell myself. Yeah. That's how we have been raised. We don't care. Yeah. No, no, go to hell. Velo, you, you, you are full of nonsense. You go. Yeah. You deserve it. Yeah. But the Lord God is, is restoring our hearts. Oh. He wants us to feel what he feels. He wants us to weep tears we have never wept before. Because we couldn't respond to situations in the way that he responds to them. The God is restoring. There's a new level. What's a new level? Greater maturity that the Lord is bringing the church into. Now, another thing with regards to God taking us through this new maturity. What he means by... The will of what is the will of God? Because the will of God, what we must know is, is for us to be restored, which we have already covered. But another dimension, the other side of the coin, is for sinners to be restored too. Yeah. So the the term, the will of God, it's not just about us as kingdom citizens to be well, to prosper. That's that's perfect. Jesus paid with His blood for that to happen. Now the Holy Spirit is saying now, new level of maturity, now flip the coin. Yeah. You haven't seen the other side, which is also the passion of my heart. So says the Father. Yeah. Now I want you to, having seen this part and understood it, 
But he was wounded for our transgressions. It's all, it's all our in that scripture. Listen to it. Isaiah 53. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement meant for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. As always, and we pray these prayers. And they, we, we begin to see God move. And before you know it, you are spiritually self-centered. Now the Holy Spirit is saying, shift. I want you to see the other side of things. Now, let's shift. It is from me to the rest of the world. It has always been about us, God's people, me. Now, the shift is from me to the rest of the world. It is from us to them now. God wants them blessed too. So what, what are we going to do about it if we know that our Father in heaven is saying, there are those who are not in the shiphold yet. Yeah. But I want them in here. How do we respond? Now I must tell you, Bazanuti, this shift will require a very difficult word. It's called sacrifice. Not sacrifice. sacrifice. The Lord is saying, I laid my life down for you. Can you, for me, lay down your life for your friends, for your family, for the lost out there, for the people who are not coming into the kingdom because they don't just see it. They don't see it. It's not clear. It's not plain to them. Can you lay down your life for them? And then it brings us to John 12. The Bible says, most assuredly, I say to you, Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it. And he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone saves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, my father will honor. There's so much we can talk about in that particular scripture, Bazalwan. Just one thing I need to point out to you. We are the seed. We must choose to sow ourselves into the ground so that God can reap the harvest of this generation. There are things we are going to have to decide to lay down. They are ours that we must decide to hand over to him. They are areas and places of comfort. Because dying does not mean the same as what he did. He died physically. Our dying is different. Our dying is choosing to sow ourselves as a seed so that he can reap this generation. For this generation to be harvested, for them to be rescued, a comfortable church, 
a church given to comfort will not help heaven achieve their preordained purpose. A church that is given to comfort, a church that that, that never fasts, never prays, they just, whenever the the pastor says, let's let's fast, that's the only time you do. Unkulunkulu, they are, this is why it's going to be a handful of people who do. It's called, um, it's, it's a remnant. Yeah. Like we discussed on, Saturday, on, on Friday. He does not work with the multitude. Mm-hmm. He had the core of 12. Yeah. Even the core had an inner circle mm-hmm. of three. Peter, James, and John. Yeah. Even the inner circle had the one. Yeah. John the Beloved. So whatever he is going to do, you'll begin to see people, because now it's not about me anymore. I'm about that because it's about us. We run loads of people. They sit there, they want a prophecy to fix me. Now, this shift will require for all of us to sacrifice the me and say, Lord, I know that you know my story. I've got serious issues right now. But Father, I also understand the other side of the coin. I want to feel what you feel. And meet your need as long as I am here. And I believe that as I meet your need, you will definitely meet my need. Because God is faithful. God is a God of justice. God is a a true God. And the Bible says those who trust in him shall never be put to shame. Shall never be put to shame. We, we sow ourselves willingly into the ground so the Father can reap this generation. Yeah. Amen. Now, the ministry of watchmen is about that. Watchmen, they are people who chose to sacrifice. Now, there was a first watchman who blew it. Uh, he was in the Garden of Eden. It's called Adam. He was the first watchman that God set up. The Bible says that the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. Amen. Mm-hmm. There are two powerful words which we won't have time to really go into them. But I want you to know, one of the main responsibilities of a watchman is to keep the devil out of the garden. Yeah. Your responsibility, your responsibility, number one, I want you to hear me. So a young person, you're just pouring out to you because there are things God wants you to do. Amen. Your first responsibility, Andy, is to be a gardener. And it's to ensure that the serpent does not step into your garden to ruin it. Whenever he steps into a garden, he leaves a seed. And there's an offspring. He, does, he never comes into a garden without leaving an offspring. He leaves a mess. He leaves an offspring and there's a mess. So a watchman is supposed to keep the enemy out of your garden. Your marriage is a garden. 
Your family is your garden. Your business is your garden. Your career is your garden. Your ministry is your garden. Your destiny is your garden. And heaven expects us to tend and keep as watchmen. Tend and keep. Now, the word tend, write it down. The word to tend, it means to watch. It means to look out. It means to monitor. Monitor. To ensure that the enemy never places his wicked leg and foot in the garden. The word keep, it's shaman in Hebrew. Keep. It means to guard. It means to preserve. It means to protect. So a watchman is that one who watches, who looks out, who monitors, who guards, who preserves, and she protects. Now the first watchman in the Bible failed. He failed. Genesis 3, 1 to 6 says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took off its fruit and ate she also gave to her husband with her and ate. And there's a big problem in that scripture. You can, you can just do research on that. There, there have been books written on the silence of Adam. Silence of Adam. How is it possible? Because God had spoken to him. The enemy steps into your gut in that passage. It says... The enemy said to the woman, and it says, and the woman said to the serpent, and it says, then the serpent said to the woman, then it says, she also came. I mean, seriously, where are you? Oh, oh my God. You have been placed there to protect your garden, and you allow the serpent to interact with your wife, and you stand because the Bible says he was there. That's why Eve was able to give her husband with her. It said with her. He was there. Oh, Adam, your silence is so loud. This is why we find ourselves where we are today. The devil is after gardens. So he can deposit something. So Adam... As soon as the thing spoke, he was supposed to raise his voice, odd voice, voice, and speak against the serpent and to tell him to get off. Now, the Bible is very clear 
that the so-called watchman was not watching. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. If he was watching anything, it was not what God had asked him to watch. May have been watching bold and the beautiful. I don't know what he was watching. But he wasn't watching what God had told him to watch. Watch out for the enemy. That's what God is saying to watchmen. I've placed you in your family as a watchman. I've placed you on earth to watch. How to watch? Watch. As soon as you detect that enemy. Anyhow, it is our responsibility as watchmen to command him to get out. This is why prayer. Prayer is not a duty that is done because there's a, a, a list of three things we must do. Understand what is at stake. Understand what's going on. Why I must pray. Why I cannot afford just to pray over three minutes in the morning and then call it my prayer. Why I must be intentional about, about, about separating myself and my life because there's so much, too much. Now Adam chose to keep quiet. Now I want to tell you something, Bazoan. I want to tell you something today. The enemy is already speaking in our gardens. The, the garden of your family, your children, they are our garden. We tend and we keep. We protect. We monitor. It's our God-given responsibility. The enemy is already speaking in that garden. In their thoughts, in their dreams, which they can't even share with you because they're so religious. You don't even understand everything that if they told you, you just... You don't get it. That's why I don't even talk to us about stuff. The enemy is already speaking to them. They say, the voice of the enemy is heard in the garden of our children, where our children are. They are friends. They are friends at school. The enemy is speaking. There's a voice speaking in the garden through the media. Through the media, there's a voice bombarded speaking. As God said, is it really wrong? But this is cooler than that. The enemy is speaking. The voice of the enemy is speaking. And I pray and I hope that Adam is saying something to those in the morning when he wakes up in the morning to pray to defend that garden. The enemy is speaking already in the garden of our marriage, our spouse. You know what the enemy does in marriage? He magnifies your spouse's weakness. He magnifies it. That's the voice he's speaking in the garden. If I am not careful to go in the morning and begin to speak back to that voice in my head, before I know it, and there's going to be a whole lot of stuff happening. Under my watch. Now the enemy is speaking, speaking everywhere. Garden of your business. You know when there's a complaint, Mama, Adam, 
It's a complaint concerning something in the business. Somebody's not satisfied. It's, it's the voice of the enemy. Your competitors in the business, they, those are voices. They go out in the atmosphere. Now, those complaints, they may never even reach you. But the, the fact that we are watchmen, we speak. Whatever damage those words spoken was supposed to make, we cancel it out because we are war. We are watchmen. We guard and we defend and we protect. We can carry on, Bazona, but a whole lot of other stuff. But what I want you to know, he's speaking already. He has a plan for the city, saying something. There's an elective conference coming, a Taguini region. It's a powerful region in Taguini. Whoever wins the chairpersonship there is going to be the new mayor. Watchmen in the city. They must be able to detect and read and monitor even the, 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 the political climate and stand and declare in the spirit. Those are watchmen, watchmen who are not sleeping, who are not silent, but they are speaking, they are declaring. Amazon, I, I, I want to listen to this. Lessis is on six on will collapse because of the voice of the enemy. Mm. You know when somebody goes and jumps off a building, mm. you know it's a voice. Mm. It's a voice. Yes. Something amazing about the voice. Mm. So if there's no voice going out from the kingdom of light to deal with the voices coming from the darkness, Whatever the darkness is saying, words are seeded, and those things shall grow and they will manifest. This is why God is bringing us to a place of maturity, saying, where is my church? Where are my people? Think outside Sunday. I want you out there. I need your voice in the atmosphere so you can speak for me. When Daniel was praying, the angel said, I have come because of your words. Yeah. In other words, if he hadn't prayed, if he hadn't said anything, the angel would not have come. Yes, Iban. So we need to watch. Amen. We watch, man. We need to watch. Or to watch. Yes. To watch. To watch for the, for the serpent. Yeah. in our garden to watch don't worship sleep too much I pray oh God that you give us the grace to pray you give us the grace whereby we will understand what you require and what you desire of us in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth so we can protect our garden our marriages, everything. We fight. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. I told you before. They don't sleep. They don't eat. They don't drink. They don't go on vacation. They live to ensure that they destroy your garden, your career. And we are busy 
entertaining ourselves, we have no idea what's going on. And the Holy Spirit sometimes he even whispers, wake up. Ah, how I wish the angel would come and wake me up. Be, oh, oh Lord, please. Just shake me. Wake, wake up. Come out. Oh, it's getting easy now. Oh, now some people have the grace. They get a whisper. My wife sometimes experiences that. They nudge. Go up at one. She prays. Amen. For me, it appears in the in the vision in the dream when I'm. Oh, come Hallelujah. No, I prayed. <laughs> Amen. So, he is after our garden. Adam must speak. Adam must speak. Adam must speak. Adam must speak and not be silent. Uh, we must be watchers. Now, let's go to this particular scripture. Watch. Amen. But know this. That if the master of the house had known what hour or what watch, I'm going to explain the word watch, yeah. what hour the thief would come, yeah. he would have watched yeah. and not allowed his house to be broken into. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Iman. Yes. I want to explain the word watch to you. Watch. Lamentation 2.19 says, Arise, cry out in the night, at the beginning of the watches. Yeah. Not this thing. Pour out your heart like water before the face of the Lord. Lift your hands toward him for the life of your young children who faint from hunger. At the head of every street. Now let me explain what watches are. There's a watchman because he is responsible to ensure that during those watches, there are eight of them. Watches are specific times of the day or night, specific times where a watchman is supposed to be watching. There are eight watches. Covering 24 hours. Say amen. Amen. So, Mbukuka Matthew 24, verse 43. Isita can choose any one of the eight watches. If the master of the house had known what hour or what watch the thief would come, he would have watched. Now there are eight watches, out eight. eight. The first watch is from 6 p.m. to 9. According to Jewish culture and according to scriptures. That's the first watch. From 6 in the evening to 9. Amen. The second watch is from 9 to 12 midnight. Now you can, can choose any watch to do anything. Now... The third watch is from 12 midnight to 3. Now, this particular time is known as the witching hour. They say, from 12, who's at 3? 
spiritual activity is heightened. Why? Because most of humanity is asleep. In deep sleep too. Deep sleep. Deep sleep. Now because of that there is a demonic activity in the atmosphere. The traffic is busy between 12 and between 3. That's when the enemy begins to plan and devise things in the spirit. Now, the prophetically they say now, that is the time where you are supposed to set your day. You set the tone for your day. You set the tone. When they are up, you begin to tell them, no! That's not how it's going to unfold today. Because when, when, when they do that, they speak to your day. They speak stuff. This is why, Mount Cindy, oh, Jesus. Uh, Cindy, there's a relative called Cindy Jacobs. Yeah. Um, but she, she's not the one who told the story. I think it's, it's, it's the Dutch sheets. Dutch sheets. Land of your watch, it happens like this. You know, ma'am, God will, during the day, also something. Now, there are stories written. One woman, out of nowhere, the Holy Spirit drops the name of her boy in her spirit. So she prays, Father, wherever he is, cover him. At this particular time, what was happening? What? At work. Suddenly, where is the Move towards the left. Oh, there are so many stories like that. Please. Move towards the left. Well, I don't know. Just, just move towards the As soon as they moved with his friend, something fell. There was a mechanical something. It, they would have been crushed. Those things are tuned in the spirit in the morning. That's how your day is going to unfold. And if there's a watchman, they're able to speak. Yeah. That woman was praying for his son day and night. That's why the Holy Spirit was able to direct her. Yes, oh, Jesus. From 12 to 3. Now, the fourth watch is from 3 to 6 in the morning. The fifth watch is from 6 to 9. It's saying, Anazige, lots of Christians have a special grace for this watch. Lots of Christians have a special anointing that comes upon the people to pray from six for about two minutes. Amen. I wonder why. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, there's a sixth watch from nine to twelve. And then there's a seventh watch from 12 midday to 3. And then we, uh, we close with the eighth watch from 3 to 6. So the enemy has eight windows of opportunity. During the day, during the night, to mess with our lives and dreams and destinies. Eight opportunities. Yet there are Christians, Mamumien, who will not even pray for five minutes. There has been meetings about you under the seat. Yes. 
all, not only you, your children and their children's children. It's a covenant a Christian is struggling to say grace over food. You give a child of God in microphone in a church service, you are embarrassed. I'm not ready. Watchman, arise, so says the Spirit. For there's too much at stake. The enemy, the serpent, is already speaking in your garden. Arise and cry out. Weep. We are watchers, saints, not sleepers. You will die before your time if you want to. But the Holy Spirit always makes the point that he wants you to know things before they happen. That's why we watch. Something would have happened in Ganeniako, a campus, a square high school. But because you watching, there was a child who choked on this olive sod yeah. with the salad. Yes, yes, yes. Do you know that ma'am, if you if, if, if you're a watchman, you, you, you weep. You know he tells you, no, don't order that. But if you are busy in the business, there are lots of stories. Mom was praying. The child is at rest. And the friends decide to go to Florida Road. Because there's something happening. For whatever reason, she just doesn't feel right. Just doesn't feel. It's either going to have an imposed nausea. Induced nausea by the spirit. That's that's the power of prayer. And a, a, a supernaturally induced mm. nausea. Yes, I just feel like, I don't feel I feel like throwing up. Masabi mm. Hambile, you are right after that. Yeah. Because Masabi Hambile, they meet an accident and they die. But there was a weeping mom, a watchman, who controlled the life of the. <sighs> saints of God. Let's arise. Let's watch. Let's pray. Let's not sleep. Say, I'm not a sleeper. We're almost done, Mazoran. Then Jael, Heber's wife, took a tent peg and took a hammer. That's Judges 4, verse 21. Jael's then Jael, Heber's wife, took a ten peg and took a hammer in her hand and went softly to him and drove the peg into his temple and it went down into the ground for he was fast asleep and weary, so he died. Hallelujah. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you today. We slept and much has died because of our slumber. Much has happened because of our sleep. 
And we pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you cause your people to arise. We are watchmen. Oh Lord God, restore. Restore your church. Restore us, I pray. Give us the grace. Give us the grace to pray. Give us the grace, oh God, to stand and watch and to God. In the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 Lord. Ask the Lord to give you Ask the Father to give you grace to pray. Say, Lord, have mercy on me. For if I sleep, much will die. Much will die while I sleep. My children will die while I sleep. My marriage will die while I sleep. My business will die while I sleep. This generation will die while we sleep. Jesus, Lord Jesus. We pray, we pray, we pray, we pray, we pray. Holy Spirit of God in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Yes, 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 yes. Let's lift up our hands, but when I want to just pray and ask the Lord God to give us the grace. Now, Father, I pray for all of us, me included. Even when our bodies would speak against us, let our spirit be dominant. Give us the grace to pray. I pray, Father God, today that you bring this body into a level, new level of prayer. Give us a supernatural grace, Father, to pray. Because there's too much at stake. Help us to be watchmen. For we love our children. We love, Father God, to see your preordained purpose come to pass. That they should not die before their time. Because we loved and we worshipped sleep. Even in instances where we, you could have warned us. So the plans of the enemy could be diverted. But we couldn't hear your voice. Because our preoccupation was elsewhere. I pray, Father, for everyone at Kingdom Embassy House, even those not here today who couldn't make it, Father, make us a house of prayer. A house of prayer for all nations. Make us a people who think outside Sunday service, who go out there knowing that there are gardens to God. There are gardens to defend. There are gardens to protect. They are guidance to monitor. 
for we are your people. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand. God bless you.